with fear. I intend to rule with respect. All right, it's Friday night. It's 10.30. We're in Aurora, Illinois. Welcome to Boba Book Club. Book of Boba Fett Chapter 4. Live. We are actually live. And, uh... Is it the Evil Beatles? You... Fuck you. What? It's the shitty beetle, oh, and I had a whole Look. thing planned that I you just stole. <laughs> All right, I hijacked it and just ran it into the ground. <laughs> anyway, crucial touch just finishing up. Then we got the Jolly Green Giants, and then we got the shitty beetles. Rest in peace to Meatloaf. The like the regular beetle. Oh. <laughs> hey. Twerp. hey guys, <laughs> Craig here on the Yes Have Some channel on YouTube. I didn't mean to say fuck you. It's okay. <laughs> I understand. That's it's the show. It's part of the show talk. You know, when, you get, when you get your jokes <laughs> stolen. Troy's shaking his head no. Yeah. Sir, a lot of people's girlfriends are in there. Exactly. <laughs> um, Hollywood elite dropping like flies. The deep state is coming to coming to something. I don't know. A theater near you? A theater near you. Rest in peace to Meatloaf. Louis Anderson, we got to say goodbye to our, you know, I imagine everybody gets to cameo in Star Wars now. So these are people that were probably on the docket. So I just assume they would be in yeah, Star sure Wars. Louis Anderson was on the list. <laughs> hey, welcome to Tatooine. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, welcome everybody. Christian Slatery. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, that was my Christian Slater. By the way, who's watching The Wizard after this? My name is Craig Goldberg. Welcome to Boba Book Club live here on the S Have Chump channel. I'm having a week, yes, guys. Chump some. Uh, I'm having a week. It's Good fine. Start. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my co-hosts. Uh, all the way to my left, Abigail Gardner. On the other side of the couch. Hey, y'all. Good yep. evening. Thanks for hanging out and likes and, you know, subscribing and everything. Yeah, Appreciate thank you. you. Uh, we're going to get to the chat and say hi to everybody in a second. Uh, joining us from Vancouver, BC with his brand new shelves. Carving out a spot for the Razor Crest, sipping on Coca Colas all the way in Batu is Ryan Dole. What's up, man? Hey, dude. Uh, guess what? We're gonna talk Chapter Four. I'm excited. I love this episode. Uh, just to start it off, I gave it nine point five credits. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Oh, yeah, dude, nine spoiler. That's that's what I get. Wow. Okay, all right. I will save mine. Okay. Uh. Jacob Walsh, look, yeah, man. man, you're looking good in that toy room. I'm, I'm jealous. Uh, you're jealous. You are you? Je wait, are you jealous because I can fit in my toy room? Or, yes, or... <laughs> that's what yes. I'm jealous about. Yes. No, 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 no. It just looks good. Can look at what I have behind me. A do door, my escape hatch. <laughs> that's what it's come to. Well, that's you're sitting there. Shame. You're sitting there because you know you have food coming halfway through this episode, right? Well, I, I planned on it, yes. but it's, that hasn't even been ordered yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Jake, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, you like you. Star Wars? I'm glad you're here to talk about about it thank you I'm, I'm excited to talk about it real quick i know we're going to do our, our our things here but listen i, I do want to say one thing off the top about star wars in this episode and you know like for me one of the best things about star wars especially like the current star wars has been you know the small i've said this before the callbacks 
the the answers to age-old questions, the planting of seeds of uh, you know further mysteries and stories, the world building, and 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 even though maybe this wasn't my favorite episode so far, it still scratched that itch for me. And of course, I'm speaking about the questions put forth by. That chef droid, <laughs> right? Like, does he get off work? Does he get off work and then go watch videos of General Grievous? And he says, "Like, I want to be like this guy." Is yes, he studying? Is he studying uh, General Grievous's fighting style? Was General Grievous's body uh, scavenged from one of these droids? Are they related? I need to know. Well, I think young Grievous, uh, young Grievouses go through um, culinary school. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> well, I actually think it's actually Chef Doku. Yes, yeah, Chef. And he Chef was a sous chef oh, uh, for God. Chef really Doku nice before French restaurant. General yeah. Grievous. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, Jake, I, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I, I have a feeling they do that, and then they look for reactions to figure out what the next Pixar spinoff is going to be. They're like, can we get a Ratatouille-style movie out of this guy? Let's do it. Um, joining us from from Forlom to Zuckus is Jake Stevens. Jake, thank you for you know joining us, coming back to YHS. It's been a while. I think the last time you were here, we were talking about the Rancor. We were. The lack, the lack of... Since since you've been gone, a rancor has now appeared in the Star Wars universe. It's very right? exciting. I mean, I has I has lab funded for this appearance in this show, so I'm happy <laughs> it finally paid off. Um, now, Jake, you uh, you're gonna have some opinions tonight. You are. I bring you in when it's time to talk the the deep cuts. I I know that on a week when Jake Stevens is here. I get to just sit back and, and let <laughs> let the encyclopedic knowledge be dropped on me. It's it's so much fun. So we appreciate you being here, man. I'm excited to uh, you know bring home this episode's bounty. Hey, oh, hey. Yeah. Hasbro, bring home the bounty. Yeah, dude, Hasbro must have I, a, an alliteration team. I have uh, this massive box comes to me from Hasbro on during. The show Boba Fett. There's not one Boba Fett item in there. <laughs> 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 oh I love, I love how it. you sold yeah. out, though. Like when you opened it. Oh, Black Series. I love it. Fuck you. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love toys. You I know what? Other toys more. <laughs> it's like some people just do stuff because they get paid. And that's just <laughs> and that's sad. sad. <laughs> uh oh. It's coming. Look. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what we call an alley oop in the yep. sports world. I love that. Little yellow. Oh, that was really different. salty. Um, I actually, the H I L L is silent at the beginning of my name. So, you know, <laughs> Jake Shill Stevens. I believe Shil is, is um, actually pronounced okay. in, uh, on Batu. Speaking mm -hmm. of corporate shills, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> All the way from Hollywood, California. <laughs> Troy Benjamin. Look at this guy. Mr. Hollywood. Miss, that's what would I call you like him. us to not call you that. Mr. Hollywood. I, I would prefer not to. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Hulk <laughs> Benjamin. Be good. It makes uh, yeah, it makes me sound like a reiteration of Hulk. Yeah, I'm not into it. It's yeah, like, yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, uh, Troy, how, how are you doing this week, man? things are good like i'm really excited to talk to you guys about this because um i don't know we're we're all kind of of the same age where we probably remember uh going to ain't it cool news and oh, we saw yeah. that the sneaker pimps were going to do some music for star wars the phantom menace and we were like the sneaker pimps what 
And and then lo and behold, all these years later, they finally got to do it. I think I don't know. It kind of sounded like this. Kind of sounded like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, we're gonna have to do a spinoff episode where we go through old ain't it cool news uh, Star Wars leaks and talk about how wrong they were about oh, so much. Absolutely, I do it. Do you guys remember? Oh, nah, we're not gonna. Sync and Geonosis. Oh wait, yep, they actually yep. did film it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Natalie Portman's actually doing multiple nude scenes in the Phantom Menace. Dude, I heard that on the. That internet. was a rumor. Yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate. Times have changed. That was, said Watto got that all. Sounds scenes. real, and that's sad. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, well, listen, everybody, we're going to roundtable it. Abigail yes. Manning the chat. As always. Who's here? Everyone's hanging out. Ray, Cameron, AJ Quick, Kat Hansen, um, all the good ones. Cat's all here. Hal's here. Chris is here. Blue Chainsaw Man is Blue taking Chainsaw care of shit. Man. Yeah, all the good ones are here. Look at that. Jeff Morris. My rating is 8.0. No one was eaten by the Rancor, so it can't be higher than 8.0. That's his, oh. that's his, his, his bar. Like Rancor that. eats people. Mm. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yes. Um. So uh, let's get the tale of the tape here. Chapter four of the Book of Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. The name of this episode was The Gathering Storm. The Gathering Storm. Uh, I believe also once again written by I think John Favreau. Yes. Um. He wrote and, all. He wrote everything except uh, he co-wrote episode six with Filoni. Okay. Okay. Now Kathy Kennedy wrote episode three. Everybody knows that. You could just tell. <laughs> oh, wow. You better watch it. I'm salty tonight. You've got some salt on you. No, I love Kathy Kennedy. If you watch any movie you like, her name is in the credits. So Yeah, she's, Catherine she's Kennedy great. is really nice. I'm waiting for the surprise guest directorial appearance of Ryan Johnson. It's going to be oh, amazing. Oh, it's 100% going to happen. And it's going to yes. be one of the best episodes. And it's oh, it's going to be... Confused Can you imagine the people. first episode of Ahsoka directed by <laughs> Ryan Johnson? Oh, I love oh, that. Man. Yeah, just Where her not training. On? Just her not training. <laughs> not training time. at all. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, well, let's roundtable it. Let's get some thoughts. I only watched the episode one time, and I've got so I, I, I've got something on my mind about that. But we're gonna we're gonna get there. Abigail, yeah. Uh, what was your impressions of this episode? A lot went down on this episode. Yeah, there was a ton of stuff. I I gave this nine point five credits. Uh, excuse me, credits. I thought that there were vivid new characters woven into the old Star Wars fabric in a really nice way. Um, I really like Chrysanthemum. Um, I thought there was some really great action inside that, like pleasure house. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the. In I liked where it opened on the flashback, and that was like the last flashback to Tank that we ever experienced. Well, let's it leads you up to the current timeline. Yeah, let's talk about that. They, you know, they make a, a point. Uh, who was it? The droid that came in and said, "You're done." You're healed, whoever said it. <laughs> yes, congratulations. You're done. You're done. You're done. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. They threw him a party. Yeah, for now. You've <laughs> completed all, all of your LinkedIn learning courses. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, do we think I printed we your certificate, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I used the thicker cardstock to make it feel very official, uh, but we're running out of ink. So, um, mm -hmm. do we think? Uh, and whoever wants to tackle this, do we think that's the last of the flashbacks? Have we seen? Uh, enough of of what makes Boba Fett who he is these days to you know? Yep, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, we're still missing uh, the the dreads. We're missing the warrior Tuscan something, right? She's coming. She's yeah, coming. She's you think she's coming up. in modern modern uh, like present? Yeah, I think she's coming into okay. the present present timeline. I agree. Okay. She's, she's gonna come back. Part of, she's part of this new team he's putting together. Okay, interesting. Tuscan babies. I don't know. That's gonna be the sequel. 
Tuscan babies. It's going to be great. Right after Bantha babies. Yeah. <laughs> right after, that's what they're going to have to have. The <laughs> Bantha needs to make babies so that when Tuscan and Boba make babies, they yes. got Banthas to go with the babies. Yeah, oh. they're supposed to do it at the same time. Cute. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jake Stevens, what, what did you think about this episode? Overall first impressions. I, I, I watched it, and then I jumped online. <laughs> And then everyone's like, this is greatest A plus across the board. And I'm like, I did. I was there two episodes because I I watched this episode and I did not get those vibes at all. And I have. Oh, sorry. Did that, of... did that episode not come into come in a, in a giant box from Hasbro? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, there's no black melons in here. So why am I going to support this? Right. Uh... Um, no, there, it, there is. I, I have a handful of quibbles if you will with this episode um mostly because i mean if that's the end of the flashbacks did we need flashbacks or should they have just done this chronologically i don't know that they uh i don't know that they provided much to the storytelling elements you know there wasn't like major major reveals plus also they it's and we're going to get into it but the things that he does in some of his flashbacks have you scratching going like we already know this isn't how it happened. So why why are we seeing it differently now? So there, there's issues. There's issues across the board. Yeah, with me. you know it's interesting. Um, some of the the best flashback storytelling of all time is in the show Lost. And if you've never watched Lost, the way they did it, <laughs> quibbles are from Star yes, Trek. Thank you. We got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's the trouble with tribbles yeah. and the quibbles with quibbles. Um. When you do flashback, uh, like a flashback narrative, the expectation for me is that you keep it going because the flashbacks are also going to flesh out part of the story that's Mm -hmm. really, really important to the current timeline. And at some point, things will really click. Like there's going to be a revelation that happens in the past that makes something happening in the present makes so much sense and you go man is that killer writing uh that didn't it doesn't seem like that's what happened here they they basically needed to tell two stories in the flashbacks one uh how did boba fett become this uh you know uh tuscan warrior and and uh kind of get into like the the tribal uh you know having your tribe dynamics and then they felt really they felt like it was important to show how him and fennec shan first got together and you know it's do they get together do, I mean, well, do they get together in the biblical get way? That's right? what, um, Come on. <laughs> biblical way. Of course they did. He's like, okay, don't push my buttons. Actually Literally. do. Oh. No, listen. But here's the deal, though. If you're telling the backstory of Boba you and you want to tell him how he became this tribal warrior, that's great. Just show us the Tuscan uh, scenes. Just show us the Tatooine. They start to spruce in a little bit of Geonosis and a little bit of Camino, and then that's all they show you. So now, like Boba's only ever been to three planets, according to Star Wars, he's only been to three planets ever. I mean, he's supposed to be this illustrious intergalactic bounty hunter. Where is his adventures? Where is those? Where are those adventures? And I in and your I head, big... Cannon, and tell well, your cold otherwise. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. He's he doesn't like those little clips that they've shown him outside of being a Tuscan Raider don't make him the badass that he is allegedly, right? Okay. He's gone soft. Leave him alone. He's well, they address that. Uh, uh, Fennec tells him he's gone soft. Mm-hmm. After he he's all like, down, yeah, like- watch this. And he pulls a whole like <laughs> rust city, gets in the recto, 
Slave One, <laughs> and then he just like goes through the fields of the Dune Sea and just starts shooting down little munchers on bikes. Um, I just I just have to say this. Um, uh, we did not refer to that as uh, Slave One. Uh, Ryan went rogue on that one. It is the Fire Spray, fire spray Gunship. Fire Spray, fire spray gunship. gunship, as it's always been as you've known. All known. I don't know where Slave One came from. I can't wait wow, till the first neat. time there's a Hasbro stream and Patrick goes, We're really excited to be re releasing the classic Fire Spray Gunship. It's going to be like. So, meanwhile, some... I'm sitting here going, Where's my Fire Spray Leia? Where's my <laughs> Fire Spray Anakin? <laughs> it does seem a little crazy that they uh, put the kibosh on Slave Leia, at least even her appearance. Right. But yet those Twi'leks can walk around. Oh, yeah. Fuck naked. Oh, around, can uh, they ever? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Anyways, we're going to hey, go for it. Jake. I, I, I agree with you, Jake, about the episode. And it it also wasn't my favorite episode. In fact, I you know out of the four, I'd maybe put it in the bottom two. And 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 there were things I liked about it for sure. But it was also there was a little bit of weirdness in the last episode. And I just assumed it was because it was like almost a middle episode, just trying to get into the f- finale, basically. But then this episode did the same thing, and I'm like, all right, it's two episodes in a row of kind of like we're still not telling you who this main villain is and this weird stuff. But um, I also agree with those flashbacks because the Tuscan flashbacks are so well done. And it's like, you want to see that all the way through, but then it's just like two episodes and we're just going to kill all the Tuscans. And now right? you're seeing stuff that's like, well, we already, we're just seeing the other side of the story about, uh, you know, Fennec. So it's like, we are, we know that he saves her already. We already know that from watching Mandalorian. Well, they kind of sped through that a little. Well, I guess maybe they didn't because they did. I mean, they did kind of show the modders. They do a little bit, but like when you watch when you watch Mandalorian and he shows up with Fennec and the the way their relationship is in Mandalorian, it makes you think like, oh, there maybe there's some sort of bond. Maybe they know each other other than just he picked her up off the you know the shot. But then they're like, nope, that's it. He just picks her up and. Fix her, you know, gets her guts. Dropped fixed. her on a it's table. Like, oh, well, like, it's not satisfying. Well, we already know that, you know, we already know he did that from a nut hole other show. Right. Mm-hmm. But you got to see a mod parlor. Oh, uh, we're going to talk I want about a place out of the mod the parlor. Part of the show. Yeah, I know. That's why with... I said that, Jake. Yeah. I want a place out of that, but I want to be like the old droid factory where you have a person and droid parts and you can mix and match. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's, that is fun. Yeah. That is fun. I'm mm-hmm. having fun with what you just said. Uh, mm-hmm. Troy, what were your overall impressions of this episode? Like the crash test dummies, didn't they do that? There was like a play Dude. set that... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. buying crash yes. test dummies and retrofitting them into three, the three Star Wars. Oh. And it's got to have a musical button to play that bass line from the yep. whole scene, too. From the Thundercats. Smack my bitch up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, prodigy oh, yeah. line there. Yes, uh, I, it felt like the Nebuchadnezzar in there, like the, the Matrix. In a world, when you're watching Star Wars and it's like a, 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 a world in a universe where like everything should make sense because it should all be so weird and it doesn't matter. Yeah. The mod parlor feels so out of place to me more than yeah. anything ever has in a Star Wars. Low disagrees. Mitchell Brinkley thinks there's one more thing out of place. He says, "Is Jake dressed as Captain Kirk for a Star Wars box?" Yes. Water <laughs> on. Dude, you look. Colors. Listen, you look good. Yeah, is what I'm you saying. look distinguished. 
Like, I would like listen me. to you talk. That's yeah, how good about you quibbles. You yeah, know, that's right. Let me talk if I'm dressed nicely. Here, uh, Jake, no, that, that mod parlor would make a hundred percent sense if that was a back room in Canto Bite. Because that's how those people mm. are dressed. Sure. That's yeah. the technology. Yeah. Yeah. That is what's going on. Rich kids bored, customizing their bodies. Not not uh not the normal most Ispa, most Espa. Most Eisley, right. you know, yeah. the subculture, the, the, the teenage the, subculture. Yeah, of... the kid with the goggle eyes, like, looks at uh, Boba like he's never seen an old person before. <laughs> and they, like, hold well, on him, like, he's just like, oh, my brain's going to explode. What is that? Yeah. It, it, Jake's, yeah. Uh, Jake Stevens kind of, like, hit something on the head there with, like, the idea of rich kids doing all this kind of stuff. Because that's what they used to do, like, in London. Like, you'd have these rich kids in rich schools who would go out and, like, sell crack because it was, like, the bad thing to do and they didn't want to seem like another rich kid oh right so that, right. that to me seems it. like okay. like yeah i think i think jake's right okay. on that. Something yeah there's an anarcho-punk vibe yeah okay. you guys are working really hard to make this uh i just i started referring to mod they feel like the lost yeah. boys actually, to me really like trying to mod make it parlor hold on. I mean, it's hold on it's fine hold on hold on when I said Lost Boys, I didn't mean the vampires. I meant like from Hook. That's what they were like. Uh, I do. But it also kind of felt like the Lost Boys, but it also uh, kind of felt vampires like too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Troy. Any any further thoughts? I mean, I know yeah. you said maybe it didn't. Maybe we're all. Um, I really enjoyed the episode, but it seems like you know this is not like a cut and dry, clear like this was great. Like it has some, you know. It kind of felt like the last episode to me too, where it was like there were things that I liked and there were things that I didn't like, and there were like the there were bright spots and dark spots, and it and that's kind of how I walked away from episode three, and that's how I walked away from this one too, where it was just sort of like, hey, I, I really dug seeing them go back and get Boba ship from Jabba's palace. Awesome, like that was great. I enjoyed that, and and with Kevin Tantron being the director, I knew that there was going to be some sort of crazy action sequence. He he loves his like one camera shots and and things like that. So I I was expecting some sort of like a heist or a, an action scene of of some sort. So that was a plus. Mod parlor. I mean I know some people liked it. To me and I think you know Jacob, you said the same thing. Like he kind of bumped on it. Like it didn't fit into Star Wars. And even just from like the music didn't fit. The dips to black were kind of like this 1990s hackers Johnny Mnemonic thing that like we. Star Wars just has always kind of had a tough time with cyberpunk. I think they they want to like delve into cyberpunk some way somehow, and they just can't figure it out because it just always feels kind of weird and shoehorned in. And that's yeah, they struggle with that in the to books me. too, the old books. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I, I get it. Luke Skywalker has a droid hand. Cool. That's like if you lose an extremity, you get a droid replacement part. That's awesome. But it just doesn't compute into that kind of like. Because even Lobot's feeling not dated. punk. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, but Lobot... it, that always felt like <laughs> a this for Flash. Chill out, Daddy O. This is a mod parlor. I'm telling you, it's those, <laughs> it's those yeah. neutrino vibes. Right. I, I, I think what to me, I don't mind the mod parlor. I, I think it feels those characters, and they just feel, for now, maybe not in the future, but for now, it feels almost jarring because Tatooine is tatooine we it's tatooine it, that's the thing it's tatooine it's always mm -hmm. just kind of it's tatooine it's dirty it's, ta it's dusty dirty it's poor. tan tones it's not bright vibrant colors right, right. and i think unless you're I think a pod racer flag <laughs> <laughs> also true but i think going back to something that kat said i think in our very first episode where she she mentioned how much she loved 
how this felt like Star Wars to her. This felt like Return of the Jedi. All of the like the edits and the 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 vertical wipes, everything felt yeah. Star Wars. The the set design, the costume design. So I think that that actually did a disservice to when they want to do something different because you bump so much more on it because you're in this world of there's Gamorrean guards. Oh, check that out. There's the the weak ways and there's like you're in this world of things that are familiar. So then when something is new is presented, it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. And that's like Mando kind of was able to deal with that because it was sort of iconography that you kind of were familiar with. But at the same time, like they could do like a different cantina and, and you weren't bristling on it. They could do the underground Mandalorian foundry and you wouldn't be like, oh, that's weird. That's that's too Game of Thrones for me. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's tough. And, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate them wanting to do things that are different. Um, but if you're, if you're going to such great lengths to make this feel like return of the Jedi, and then it turns into like, a a, a 1990s VHS, uh, rental that I had in high school, it's like, wait, that's weird. It's, it's, there's too much of a difference <laughs> just, there. Just know this. If George Lucas was in charge, the next DVD release of Return of the Jedi, you'd have you'd have mods on Vespas going by the front of Jabba's yeah. palace <laughs> while, while C three PO and R two well, are walking. I feel down. like there's something kind of apathetic about their whole approach. If that's what like like what is their message or what what is it that they're rebelling against? And usually in Star Wars, when we have characters, there's like a very distinct like good and evil and and dark side, light side. And I feel like maybe because they're just ambivalent and right. And we don't really know what feel like about. Star Wars as much in addition to their design and, and like their like DIY punk rock look. Right. I still so, feel I, that they all kind of still feel like they're from Coruscant because they got that Coruscant aesthetic, mm -hmm. but they also, cause it kind of reminds me of Dex's diner, just of how everybody looks, even their droid parts, everything else looks very prequel era. So for mm -hmm. a planet to be that far outside of what would be a center core, their trends probably would now be similar to what was at Coruscant 40 years ago. Okay, so you think that I like this angle. Tatooine's just behind the times. Like they're just now getting they're uh, now just know. getting iPhones. <laughs> they're getting no, they're, they just heard of Nirvana. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, exactly. Yes. They're like, we're Seattle. We're grunge. It's like 2022, mm -hmm. man. Um, <laughs> I think Troy and Kat have have hit it on the head. And this is what I've been thinking about, too. I actually made a huge list. I left it in the other room, though. But Mandalorian, the they had stuff that we were familiar with, but they introduced so many new things that were new concepts, aliens, characters, technology, weapon, you know, chain codes, razor crests, uh, Mandalorian coverts, you know, uh, Mythalor, Mythalorians. What, what's his name? What's Horatio's character? A uh, uh, Mithril. A myth, Mithril. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mithril. Okay. I like Mythalorian, though. That's right. Fun. Mythalorian. <laughs> yeah, he's going to put on a helmet and then he'll become the Mythalorian. Yeah, the Mythalorian. Um, <laughs> So they introduce all these characters with some touches of the old toys, okay? And that's how I think about it. Dave Filoni, and even more so in this one, John Favreau is playing with the toy box. That's all Boba Fett is. He didn't create, he didn't bring in any toys from any other properties here. And so he's only playing, like he took his Slave One and played with it over the Sarlacc. He brought his 88 droid and his nine, uh, EV-99 and he and he goes to Mos Espa, Mos Eisley, and he plays with Tusken Raiders, like Spice and Kessel, or uh, Spice from Kessel and the Pikes and the Huts and the Aqualish and the Trandosians and the 
like everything we know about, like what new things other than black uh, croissant, croissant, right? Yeah. Santos, as she calls him, uh, other than him, who's actually from the comics and the black melons, which are actually from the comics, like the mod squad is the only like new concept that we've been introduced to in this series. Everything else is just playing with pre-established toys. And I think that's where this series varies from from Mando is that Mando created all new toys to play with the old toys. This is just playing with your old toys. And that's why it makes it a little harder to accept the newness in this episode, because you're just like it's like when your He-Man comes to attack, you know, the skiff guards, you're like, that dude's too big. He doesn't belong here. Right. <laughs> right I mean, right, get right. him out of here. Mm-hmm. But so it's just a different way of uh, kind of show making in this case. I mean, those are all very valid thoughts. And I think like, you know, like any of these properties, when so- like we all have that thing within us where that resistance to new, be- new and different when you- it's like, no, it's Star Wars. Like they shouldn't have haircuts like that because Star Wars was made in the 70s and, you know, whatever. It always takes time. I used to loathe Attack of the Clones. I hated it. When I first saw that movie, I went, wow, Star Wars just sucks now. But it's 20 years later. I have a deep appreciation for it, and I really enjoy watching it. Did you see the Attack of the Clones character in this episode? Um, There's a couple okay. of them. Okay. Fill me in. Fill me in. Yeah. Well, the, chef the, droid. the chef oh, droid. The chef. chef droid is on the uh, when they're playing, when Anakin and uh, Padme are escaping Coruscant in disguise. Yeah. When they're on that peasant yeah. shuttle. Oh right, yeah. he was one of um, he was one of Padme's uh, doubles. You have to travel with the poor people so that they don't <laughs> really find like you, rich joke. people. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about some of the big moments, right? So in the flashback, Fennec he finds her, gets her repaired at the. By the way, we spent you know forty minutes talking about the Mod Pod. This ten seconds of this episode. Yeah, right? Also, speaking of the other episode two reference, sorry, I mean, uh, no, uh. The hand that the three fingered hand is also a super droid super hand on the modder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Thundercat. Um, okay. So Boba rescues Fennec. Yeah, that was the whole point of the uh, mod parlor was to save Fennec's life. To save Fennec, get her all metal gutted up. Um, and I mean, listen. They they answered the question. Why does she have droid? And I think I didn't even see it coming when they started introducing these characters that have droid parts. Like it, it makes you know, it makes sense. But whatever. Now they got to go find the slave one. Let's just call. It, let's just call it like we see it. But can, wants- can we talk about the continuity problem with that scene though? Sure, go for In it. Mandalorian. When we had that tease of that scene, right? It was the spurs on Boba's armor. Yeah coming in and walking up to Fennec flashback to the real life. He doesn't have his armor. He's then he doesn't have spurs in that scene. It's weird. I thought about, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Craig. I I thought about that too, but did I, I haven't watched that episode of Mandalorian in a while. I thought that was implied that that was something that happened later. Like, well, he doesn't, I, I thought they just put that sound in there in Mandalorian just to show us who this is, because you're only seeing like yeah. his feet anyway. And it's like, without having that spur noise, we're totally in the dark about who that is. Cause there's not right. really, cause the armor episode hasn't even happened yet at that point. Right. The, the, that season two episode, like, yeah, we, that hasn't like, happened yet. Someone. So I think the spur noise, yeah, it's not there because it doesn't make sense, but I think they just put it in there. 
It was the soundtrack. It wasn't it wasn't yeah. his armor. It was the soundtrack, right? Right. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Right. Maybe. But they needed something. I think Jake's right. They needed something for us to speculate. They just needed to clue us in on yeah. who it was without showing uh, us who it was. Troy, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say because knowing that David W. Collins did the sound to this, you know that he poured over that and I'm sure that was a point of many discussions too. Like well, he doesn't have the armor. What causes the spur noise? Because he's right. still wearing his. Uh, but so it. He's riding I, a bantha. I'm sure he's got a extra. He's got to have the spurs to kick that thing into the half gear that it has. Like <laughs> when he sees an emergency, he sees he sees the flares go off, and he's like, <laughs> "I should go check that out." Twelve hours later, on his right. bantha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's move not slow. gonna. That's not how the... fast can she go? Well, I've had her up to one mile an hour myself. <laughs> time takes time. That is the thing walk, in the flashbacks but... that will not be missed. Right, is right. like just writing. Right. I well, listen. We're in this point now with Star Wars, where I think we've after two full seasons of Mando, and after half a season of Boba Fett. And you know, solo and Rogue One and a sequel trilogy. I think we're finally past the point of the you know, uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood. Look, it's the thing I right. know, it's the it's a bantha. <laughs> Give me more of that. Ba- like, we we get it, they're on tattooing, there's banthas. Like, okay, we understand. Quibble number two. <laughs> Yeah. And when they said the Star Trek reference, that actually comes from Trekkies. Do you remember that show? The documentary oh, Trekkies? Yeah, I own on VHS. Yeah. I love Trekkies. Goes, yes, I have some quibbles about the uniform. That's that kid. <laughs> I love that kid. Yep. Yes. Oh, what's that, that kid? That's where, oh, I, got, I'll hail that's that where kid. I got quibbles from. Okay. Um, that's funny. There's no way in hail a bantha is a carnivore. <laughs> that thing moves too damn slow to catch anything. Oh, interesting. So he's sitting there shoving Ronto meat into his mouth. And I'm like, it's yeah. like maybe they the just cow eat. a horse. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe but they're what, like seagulls. They just eat anything. What else is a yeah, bantha? Like scavengers. Sand. Oh man! What'd you have for melons. lunch, bantha? Sand, more sand. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of sand. Um, so because banthas don't have sharp teeth either, so that kind of tells you, right? Do you have tongues? Apparently. You saw some bantha tongue. Yeah. What um, do banthas eat? What do banthas eat? Coming next year. How do black melons grow? grow? We're never going to get the right. answer to these questions. Maybe uh, black maybe... melons are like bantha droppings or something. Oh, speaking <laughs> of black melons, we, we got a little surprise later for black. You melons. start to we'll, crave it. We'll yeah. tease. You got a little black it. melons. Oh yeah, they kind of talked about black melons as if they're. What's like a popular? Th- what's like a, like a food that people like, but it has like an acquired taste. I don't know. Like Pur- French onion cargo. soup. Cilantro. Yeah, it's no, cilantro. No, no, no. Uh, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> no. I'm posing questions yeah. that don't matter. Um. <laughs> So Fennec is he she likes hanging out with him and he's like, go. And she's like, no, I'm staying. And he's like, all right, well, let's go, go get my ship. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the little droid drone and the way it goes through yeah. the palace. Uh, missed out an opportunity to, to get uh, Bib Fortuna in the shower or something like uh, that. Like, <laughs> I 100 percent that I thought that was going to eating. Happen. That would be yeah, awesome. that would have been awesome. I was thinking how great it would be to have that droid when we go to conventions, like before they open, just so we can kind of scope see, everything out, scope it all out, so Jake can know what places to hit first. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm waiting for little... another uh, episode of the drone series of environments. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. Oh, on I Disney love Plus. that shit. Yes, 
Jake, what are you I saying? Thought that, I thought that droid was cool, but it's like, um, it's got these really, it's like trying to be sneaky and map everything out, but it's got these like five really bright red bright, bright <laughs> LEDs laser lights on it. Right Whatever. in front of people's faces. <laughs> Nobody yeah. could see that. <laughs> Going upstairs was pretty cool. Um, yeah, Chris Esposito in the chat just brought up the uh, the same thing. Um, so uh, there's the chat's on fire tonight. You guys are having fun. Um, they scope it out. We see that slave ones in the hangar, and then there's we. It leads up to this really great action sequence, but it all starts in the kitchen. We're all we're all Star Wars should start. Um, so what did we think of? Uh, our our beloved badass Boba Fett chasing around this uh, rat killer, the rat, rat catcher. catcher, the rat catcher. Yeah, I fucking loved it. That was like I, what I was here well, for. I'm just jumping in. I want to. See I how honestly we- paused it and saw. Okay, the Henson Company directed this episode, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> that me, was like, all the droids, anymore. the little rat catcher. They are all looking yeah. like. It reminded me of the Little Mermaid with uh, Sebastian and like versus the chef scene. Like it's just fun. It's just oh, a- I like your everything say, we I just like, named is owned by Disney. Just- <laughs> yeah, I, I liked all those droids, but it is weird like seeing Boba Fett holding you know, like kind of the most lovable looking droid by its neck mm-hmm. and being like, Do you know who I am? I'm like, what is <laughs> happening? I am Boba Fett. Earlier, he's like, <laughs> earlier, Boba Fett's talking about how great it is for people to think you're dead. And I'm like, then why yes. the won't you stop telling everybody? Yes. Yeah. He likes to say the sins of Tatooine over yeah. and over. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, we know where the fuck we live. Yeah. We are yeah. here. I had I an idea of Boba Fett count going. On maybe the sense of Tatooine. Maybe, maybe Tamora has a uh, maybe Tamora has a memory thing, and he can't remember all his lines, and he just keep. They're just like, all right, I guess he's saying the sands of Tatooine line again. <laughs> no, have you heard? Have you read any of the articles that came out this week? Tamora Tamora's been doing tons of uh, interviews, and he keeps talking about how he keeps disagreeing with the script, and about how <laughs> Boba talks too much, and about even one time when uh, uh, Favreau had to go to like. Uh, Atlanta or something um, and left Australia where they filmed it. He tried to get the co-writer to like cut out a bunch of lines because John wasn't on set. And then John because even like, won't find out. Yeah. Video conferenced in and said, yeah, no, no, I need you to say all the lines. So well, this is sounding really good for the future of the character Boba Fett. Right? No, it, <laughs> but I did, have I told you the story about the time I interviewed him on stage and it was an absolute craze fest. Temp? It was oh, it was insane. The guy was just the guy was just uh you know, I don't know who's watching, but man, it, it if there was drugs involved, I I wouldn't be surprised because he just got up and started doing like songs and chants and like it was supposed to be a sit down interview and he just grabbed the mic and started going and like burned himself out in fifteen minutes and then sat down and was oh I forgot you were here, let's talk, <laughs> you know. Did you enjoy my sand person tribal dancing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was a trip. It yeah. was uh, he's a character. So, well, what yeah, they're I doing it, it's the Mark Hamill thing, right? Like Mark Hamill complained about Ryan Johnson the whole time. Five <laughs> years from now, Boba Fett's going to show up at the end of season six of The Mandalorian, but he's going to be badass, and people are going to be like, "That's my Boba Fett. He's right? back. Slippery <laughs> Boba Fett died. Yeah. Slippery Boba." <laughs> slippery i am boba fett (laughs) i was wondering i was going to bring this up like you know you you see a lot of people that are complaining about 
the way Boba Fett is in the show. And he's like, you know, he's wearing, he's never wearing his helmet. He's like, he needs help all the time. He's, he's not like the badass that everybody wanted him to be. And I wonder um, if it's because of the Mandalorian. Like they did that with the Mandalorian. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we've, you can't have Boba Fett. Like that was the, you know, di- uh, that's what everybody wanted Boba Fett to be. And it's like, you can't make that show twice. <laughs> so it's like, Slippery he's gotta that. be, it's like, you have to do something different. And I wonder if like, see, I don't it, mind the character stuff. Like I don't have that attachment where I, I don't need Boba Fett to be, badass i'm just glad he's something they're giving him care i love kind of that thing. he loves his pets oh it's amazing mm-hmm. well what do people love work that. the fuck out of that sarlacc you just keep let's go back to the sarlacc let's kill that let's kill it again let's kill that son of a bitch um, no <laughs> oh, let's I, talk- I, agree. I agree with you craig i don't think it like needs to be like i like watching the people that are getting mad because boba fett's not <laughs> what they thought he was but i but it is like when you think about it overall it's like oh it is because of the mandalorian it's almost like i don't want to yeah. use the phrase they shot themselves in the foot because it's not a bad thing right but it's like they were i can they imagine that they, they rent to right boba fett and they were like oh we but my thing is is like in the first four episodes he's done something incredibly awesome in all four episodes like think about the train scene think about mm-hmm. you know this entire escape uh, Fennec Shan, you know, working together to get out of the uh, the hangar. That entire action sequence was great. I I thought when they went back to the Sarlacc pit, I mean, it's kind of dumb, but it was awesome. He's like, I gotta go get my armor. Like, okay, dude. Dude, but, I hope they make that that part. You know where the Sarlacc pit's got a hold of the Slave One. Oh yeah, it's Star. I want Tours. that to be part of Star Tours. It was oh. Star Tours. Uh, it was yeah. Star yeah. Tours. But they You're gotta like, make that scene for Star Tours. And the oh, tongue I'm... hits the windshield and shakes you around. Yes, yeah. I, I would too. love what that. Was that? Oh. oh, we're coming up on a Sarlacc. Pit. I was gonna say that would be better than uh, the Smuggler's Run premise. Like if you were in his vehicle instead. Oh, dude! If you were fire spraying on. <laughs> fire spraying. You can't like oh, hit the, the button, so you undo period. your you undo your safety belt. You yeah. hit the windshield, and you're like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. and that was the other attack of the, cl- you know, those, uh, the bomb that she dropped was pretty. Our go. favorite bombs. Oh, smiley son of bomb. a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that bombs. was a cool moment. Smiley son of a sarlacc. Okay, but yeah. he goes to the sarlacc <laughs> after yeah. five years, three to five years after crawling out of the sarlacc in his armor. He crawled out of the sarlacc in his armor, passed out, then comes back three to four years later to then just peek in the hole to see if it's there. I love there? it. Wait, what? I don't think he's the sharpest Dangar. Right? The Dangar. Yeah, was, so he was with the Tuscans for years, right? Mando, because Mando takes like, place five years after Return of the Jedi. Right. Five years. So it's just weird because like... I think he, he was in the Sarlacc for years. Yeah. I think... Well, yeah, it's just like whenever, but there's a, he has a line of dialogue when they're going back to the Sarlacc and he says years ago. Yeah. He says years ago ago when I was at the Sarlacc and I'm like, hold on. We've spent two episodes with the, where have you, what have you been doing this whole time? Well, Well, to Troy's point earlier, that scene, the episode with the train, like getting out there and coming back, that's a year. That's probably some time. <laughs> on a bantha, you're on a bantha, just, in and out. It, it's just like a nitpick, but like I can I can buy that he was with the Tuscans for a very long time. But that's fine. From what we've seen, it just doesn't seem. It seems like it no. was maybe a week. It, 
it's fine that he was with the Tuscans for years and years and years. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Okay? It's not fine that he goes back and forth to Java's palace a bunch, kind of spying on whether he can get his vehicle back. And then when he gets his vehicle back, then he goes, oh, I'm going to go crawl into Sarlacc. <laughs> like, like, why didn't you crawl into Sarlacc years ago? Like, Because now like, it was dead. He could do it now that it's dead. It's a little safer, right? He thought it was dead, didn't he? It was dead. Didn't, weren't yeah, we he, supposed to he, think it's dead? He thought no, it was I don't dead. Think, I think I he was just know. peeking in the hole. I think like, he was just what? trying to look. He got his phone out and he was like... It's weird. It's it's weird to me. He spent all that time in the Sarlacc pit, but didn't realize like, hey, there's there's a mouth that can come out of the middle. Let me be careful. He just goes right in. It's like you should know the Sarlacc pit better than anybody. Yeah, I think he thought that his ship would be able to like not get caught by the tentacles. Well, shouldn't that yeah, ship be able sure. to scan for Beskar? I mean, come on now. I thought that's oh, what he was like... doing. There's like that sound, that sonar sound. Mm -hmm. I thought that's what he was doing, was scanning. And yeah, it but then wasn't... he goes, I can't see anything. <laughs> he's got like oh, a shit. flashlight. He's yeah, like looking around. As if yeah. he's just... Or your rangefinder. Come on. Perhaps he's just high on vengeance because he just like vanquished on, the, on, uh, the motorcycle gang and Boba felt is... like going for it. Do, yeah, I like what Jake just said. Maybe Boba Fett's kind of dumb. Maybe he's like, just maybe he's like, dumb. Dumb. I like, like that. no, like let's 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 explore a real concept. Like he has some some degenerative clone, yeah. you know, <laughs> mental sure. issue, right? Sure. That, They're gonna start yeah. referring to it in Star Wars. He's like, well, he's all jangoed up, right? And he <laughs> can get, no, he can only get a transplant from Omega. So that is season two, searching out his. Life twin, yes. non-genetic life twin, played by Scarlett Johansson. Here is <laughs> right. Who? Scarlett. No. Scarjo. Mm -mm. Scarjo. Yeah, sure. Or Margot Robbie. Scarjo Omega. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn as Omega. Stop I love it. it. Oh my god! Okay, you like dude, my favorite he... clone brother. Why didn't he just park it off to the side? Needs to go. Oh, excuse me. Why didn't he just park it off to the side? Yeah. And then say, "Hey, Fennec, take your little ball and stick it down the hole." Yeah, go. We, yeah. we have the clone ball or the drone ball. Be on the edge of our seats, dipping down, I, thinking I about Galaxy's wish, Edge. Like, I kind of wish, like you know, you hear about like uh, um, if you you know you spend time in the Sarlacc pit, it kind of absorbs you and and you it you know gets your knowledge and all that You're stuff. You're going EU on us right now. I am. I think it would be cool if it was like he gets out. And because of that whole shared knowledge thing, he just goes into modes where sometimes he just thinks he's a Sarlacc pit. It's like anytime he goes, he's just like this. And it's like, well, he thinks he's a Sarlacc. Just drop the, just drop the food in his mouth. He'll eat it. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I just want to say this. I love Star Wars. This is so much fun. I get to do this every week. It's, yeah. it's like, I get so hyped about it. Like, and there's still a lot to cover in this episode and where it's going you know, I can't wait till we get to the part in a little while where we start predicting who his suicide squad is that he's putting together. Because you <laughs> oh, know, Rick, I'm going to send you a photo you know to use. What? I'm going to send you a photo to use right now. Okay. Uh, real quick, we got to we got to do something real quick. Um, uh, one of our contributors, one of our friends, Catherine Hansen, uh, she came up big today with uh, uh, a little. Uh, what, what do you want to call this? An art piece? Yeah. Now. I'm going to say this right she now. She dropped a piece of art. She dropped a piece of art on us. It's musical art. And I think we're at about the halfway point. So we're going to take a little 30 second intermission. And I will say this. Um, she, I edited, I edited this by the way. So I made some changes that she doesn't know. This about. is the Craig Goldberg, DJ Goldberg, mix. DJ Goldberg remix. So let's go ahead. Ah, 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 ah. 
And uh, this is an original composition by Catherine Hansen, live in the chat. Sit back, relax, get loose. And uh, Ryan's going to send me a picture to use in a little bit. She looks devastated already. Uh, just take in, this is uh, Black Melon. This is what the Mod Squad's listening to. Oh, man, I'm, I'm excited for what's about to happen. We got about 15 more seconds, so. Uh, oh, this is all intro. This is just the intro. Wow. I made it too long. You made like a trailer or something. <laughs> what's, what's the action on screen happening right now? All right, here we go. Uh, Black Melon. Here we go. She's probably hiding under a table right now. <laughs> no, she's on the table. <laughs> yeah. <I'm probably> <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, this oh, is what the mod shop should have been playing. Damn. This one more verse. Like Craig made this, but yes, one more time. Black Melon, Cat Hansen coming up strong. Getting twangy in there. I like it. Yeah. It sounds so, like it would be playing in Ogo's Cantina. A hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah. yeah. They need some Coyote Ugly action with going on. With yeah. The That's why I said she's on the table. I love it. So, um, like that, that awesome. weasel lady in that a bikini wild. just on the bar. Yeah. We're yeah. going to release that. We'll, we'll put that up on the, um, uh, something spotify i don't know we need a playlist <laughs> yeah, put it somewhere the, wait hold on septimus prime says the spice is kicking Kick in, in. <laughs> um and, and i like that like here's the deal i want to be real honest abby yeah a little bit before uh the show was like oh cat sent me this thing and i was like all right we'll play it and then i listened to it and i was like fuck well i gotta do i have a little project to do now because i i have to add the the beat and everything because and then I was just listening. I was like getting into it. And now I just want some black melon. Like it just got me hyped about Star Wars. No. It's an acquired taste. Um, oh, shit. My thing's about to die. Hang on. I need to get, I need to plug my shit in. One second. Right. Right. Plug, plug it right. up. Where, Thank where are you going to uh, your wife's computer? All right. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Lifelong toy collector, Ryan. That, is I got that reference. You got that reference. <laughs> Um, okay, so this takes us to where does this take us? So are we uh, are we at the uh, well, back at uh, Jennifer's house? Of oh Star, God, right? this entire Jennifer's thing! Pilots? Yeah. One thing I will say: these episodes have been nice and long. Yeah. These are like yeah. almost hour episodes. I really enjoy that. Um, sometimes Mandalorian, you wait all week, you're like twenty minutes. What is this? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the last episode was kind of short, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah, that was a shorter one. The last episode this one was a shorter one. So this one was about forty eight minutes. Yeah. So, um. We go to the, uh, you know, the what, what? What do we call this place where where Jennifer Beals is kind of running the show? The sanctuary, uh, Madame Garza's sanctuary. sanctuary. Garza, Madame Garza's yeah. sanctuary, which is, um, now here's here's something. This none of this all like nothing happening there feels like Tatooine either, but none of us <laughs> seem to have an issue with it. Like I like that place. Like Dude, you got Max Rebo. So hot. We're not yeah. gonna argue it. <laughs> Yeah. You, did did any of you think that it would be 2022 and we would be wa- just literally seeing the exploits of Matt, Max Rebo every week? It's like, no, cool. I love that's it. Right? He's still okay. 
I love that. And hearing oh, the dialogue, it. hit it, Max. Hit it, Max. Right. Oh, Confirmation. Yeah. yeah, dude. I've never wanted a figure so bad. Like watching her, like Jennifer Beals as Garza Flip, which when I mean, she's wearing that white outfit, it's like fantastic. You just yeah. want instant eye on a hot mm-hmm. toy yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a for sure. There's a lot going on here, but mainly our 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 wild western Wookie. Uh, I have more. I have Jacob Walsh of Star Wars. That's what I thought. I was like, this is Jacob Walsh at the uh, the Starship Cruiser, like the opening yes. day, just mad at all the families having fun. Yeah. Just going up. Picks up a kid. Tears the. Yeah, just like, don't enjoy this. This isn't good. He's just holding his brass knuckles trying to eat. I'm like, yeah. It was the best part of the episode. I know it was. It was cool. Now, Jake, you've been a little bit like. Not wanting Black or Santa to to go too soft, you wanted to be a villain. Did you did you like his exploits in this episode? Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's great. I feel like I think he's great no matter what he's doing. I do think it would have been more interesting if he was a villain throughout the show, but now he's just you know Boba Fett has hired him and and now he's gonna he's gonna be on the the Toon Squad, I guess. But. Um, <laughs> I but I think he's great. I think I think he's great. I I, I liked all of it. I, I like everything he does. So I'm, okay. I'm good with it. So so what goes down in in this uh, this uh, Madame Garza? So he's there. He's kind of drinking. He's kind of angry, right? Yeah. The Trandosians are making a lot of money at that uh, Savak table or whatever's happening oh, there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're there kind of rollers that, that game. So, so all of us here are well versed in Star Wars lore, but for the casual, hey, this is this looks kind of fun. The there's no, there's no real setup for the tension of why he should be pissed off mm-hmm. at them. They they do not set up the Trandosian trade, uh, the sl- enslavement, the uh, the enslavement of Kashyyyk. They don't they don't drop any of that back knowledge. The only thing they showed earlier in the season was the Trandosian you know, Lord giving a Wookiee skin. But I mean, you could have right. not known that was a Wookiee yeah. skin. He's like, cool hell, yeah. right? Well, so I, I think for casual fans, it's just like, God, these lizards are fucking annoying. I hope he kicks their ass. <laughs> they, they are annoying Star the way they blinked. In here. Bosk never blinked. Come on. <laughs> yeah. man. This is a I can't, like, If I can't snort a lizard, it's a dead lizard. <laughs> <laughs> they also look like they're from the Super Mario Brothers movie, mostly. Like, Troy, how, what did you think about the way that this all went down? And I how think, Boba Fett just stood in the doorway and watched. Uh, yeah, watched it go down. And I bet how Clay was happy because he got to see some Wookiee arms ripping uh, yeah. in that mm-hmm. scene. Ah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I, I still don't understand why Chrysanthemum ran away in the last episode. Well, that's why so, he was so thirsty this episode. <laughs> yeah. He's been running since last yeah. episode. He had <laughs> to get to Sanctuary to go. You know, know. I thought about this after yeah. the episode last week. The way he ran reminded me. Remember in Seinfeld, that episode where uh, Jerry's old friend, every time he, like, he thinks Jerry doesn't like him, and he, he just runs into the forest. Like, <laughs> he digs a hole. He and digs a hole. It? Yeah, that's what I yes. got to black, black Chrysanthemum. Oh. <laughs> I uh, so yeah, so so, you know, Boba Fett just kind of shows up and he's just kind of observing and watches this whole thing go down. And do we think at this point? So this kind of begs the the question. We we this is all gearing up to Boba putting together, um, 
some sort of team, right? Because there's this meeting of the minds where he has all of the the leaders and crime lords and 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 you know all the people from Tatooine. They have this feast right above the Rancor Pit, which is a really great scene. And they're they they it's this Godfather esque you know meeting where it, they're 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 basically laying on the table like why should we team up with you? And he's like, hey, you know the Pike Syndicate's coming. They're coming to drain your resources. So you have two choices. We either, you know, uh, somehow form an alliance to to go up against this or um, th- we, they're coming. We all got real serious while you were talking about this right now. Yeah. All our faces just went. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have, I have so many intense. questions for you guys. Like, I, I mm-hmm. need I need help explaining here because sure. there's a line. There's a line of dialogue in there where one of the I can't remember which one of the, the crime family bosses says, um, the Pike Syndicate is coming. They're your problem. They're coming for you. And so I I feel like I've missed something where, I mean, I know that Boba has a past with the Pike Syndicate. He did the whole train thing. He went in to go get the the money for the for the Tuscans. But there's now this giant gap between him going to the Tuscans for their payment and this where the Pike Syndicate has arrived to basically take over Jabba's uh investment or holdings or whatever and i i don't understand like what what why are the why are the pikes mad at boba and why is boba like they're gearing up for a war that i don't quite understand right now yeah like, can somebody mm-hmm. hold my hand i don't i don't understand it well i think that we understood it well i don't think i understand yeah. it either and i think we have maybe a bad guy problem right because we're four episodes in i've been we don't, saying we, that for and, two episodes right like james <laughs> like we're putting we're putting together this dream team of, you know, Chrysanthemum. We got, uh, you know, everybody. And it, the end of this episode, spoilers, you know, we're, we're going to the Mandalorian next week, I guess. It seems that yeah, way. I heard the so, whistle. It's not all we're the going to. There. You listen to all the cues. There's oh, another yeah. music cue Did in I there. Did I miss another one? Oh, is well, there? We're going well, to come right back to that. But it, it we're putting together this team of all these, like, badasses. And I'm like, to fight fish people that like unnamed fish people why are there why is there no cool like physical threat a fish person's not a physical threat (laughs) on a desert planet it's not (laughs) it's not so it's like confusing to me why he has to put this like awesome team together it would it would it would it would make more sense if he was putting together a team to fight i don't know like chrysanthemum in the hut <laughs> yeah. their team of people but it's like yeah no, Jake, all every time there's every time there's a threat they peace out it's like the huts oh my god we need to fear the huts don't sleep uh, uh sleep with one eye open or whatever yeah. they say and, and right. then they're like peace we're gone and then they're, yeah, and then they're the a bunch of gifts and they take off right yeah yeah mm-hmm. well uh, it, you know with the loss of the tuscan i swore that the tuscans were setting up to be the army right i mean i thought this series was right. going to end with boba wanting the throne only then to put a tuscan on it and if she's still mm. alive i could still see that happening because he says yeah. return these this planet to the rightful you know the indigenous right. people right another jake stevens thought- bold prediction well, that's where I thought it was going, and then they just decide to just nuke all of them, and I'm like, okay. That's... <laughs> and he keeps talking about how he wants a tribes, tribe. Right? Yeah, What's I that? want my tribe. Where's my tribe? Yeah. And... So he's building his tribe, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, for who's who is he fighting? I mean, the clue is in here, and it's been underneath, but well, let's not... talk about it. let's 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 talk. Who who do we think the big bad is going to be? Okay, so after the Mando cut. 
Well, just music. to give clarification, at the end of the episode, they're basically like, we're going to put a team together. And you hear the, the Mando. It's, it, it, and I got Let's so hyped. I was like, oh, I, yeah, I, me oh, too. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yes. Yeah. That's when I yes. knew I had a problem with this epi- with this series is when the most I got excited is when Mando was teased. Yeah. That's yeah. the most all season I've got. Like, I want to see excited. his new ship. I want to see what right. this year's HasLab is going to be. Have you heard the rumor <laughs> of what he pilots now? No. You guys, you prequel fans. Is it a... What? <gasps> no. What? Prequel fans? Let me guess. It's Anakin Skywalker's Desert Speeder. That would be awesome. No, no, no. It's, ne- it's the Naboo did drive Starship. One. It's a Naboo Starship? The Naboo Royal Starship. Not the Royal one. But no, the shut fighter, up, The N one is the rumor mm. that he's going to be piloting. N one going to be so shiny, right? Oh, so, okay. so the musical cue is Crimson Dawn. It's Crimson oh. Dawn's theme comes in after the Mando theme. So, oh, okay. and we've heard the rumors, and yeah. Jacob's going to be really happy because they're going to bring <laughs> Kira in, yeah, and. Right. You know, but then again, Jacob, I was listening to last week and I'm like, apparently you haven't logged on to the Internet and looked up Jennifer Aniston, who's like 75 years old and looks 25. <laughs> yeah, right? there you go. Um, right. I think, okay. I think she's I think it was I think just it was just Kira. I was it was just my brain trying to give myself a reason for them to not do it. <laughs> I can't right. use no. So does this we mean we about... could see like Tuscan Dream Girl and Fennec team up and fight Kira? Because I'd be down with that, right? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I just want next. I just want next week for Boba to be like, we 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 still need another member, and he goes back to the Sarlacc, and now the <laughs> Sarlacc pit is a good guy. Oh, oh my god! Like, he took the stormtrooper. He took the no, air out of the Sarlacc. Has mods. <laughs> the Sarlacc has modded <laughs> tentacles. So, um, <laughs> comes out. It's metal. Ryan sent me this image. This is a, a, a squad prediction. Now, Ryan, where did you make this or did you get this from somewhere? Oh, I just quickly made it. These are like, I was trying to think of predictions. I was trying to get are they close? characters in my head. So I got I'm everybody in there that I could think of from Forlom to Zuckus. Oh. <laughs> wow. Here wow. we go. And, uh, <laughs> Ryan's prediction wow. of the, what do we settle Mayfield's on? I, I was calling be it Bounty Hunter All-Star. Toon Squad? The what'd you call it? The Toon Squad. The Bounty Hunter All-Star. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this the is Ryan's squad, prediction. We've got, yeah, I knew Migs okay. was there. We've got Migs, <laughs> Mayfield. We've got Dangar. We've got Lando. we got Forlom. <laughs> okay. we got Cad Bane. Who else we got on here? Asajj? Hey, who forgive my ignorance? Um, second row, first guy who looks like the Terminator. Who is that? <laughs> that's it the, is Terminator. the Terminator. <laughs> oh, that's for sale. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, it's like what's his name? Like Valoran or something like that. Okay. He's from the comics, and he's from like he's the from, old Marvel, Marvel comics. comics. Hey, he's been I, brought into canon Scott's, on New Marvel. Scott's dad. It's weird. It's a whole time travel hey, thing. I love oh, how I love how Mando. <laughs> I love how Mando's not on here. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because we already know Mando's coming. We know. Look at that picture right? of Dang. Is this a clone of Asajj Ventress? Or is this going to be Asajj Ventress? She's not dead. She is dead. When? She dies in the Qui-Gon Jinn novel. That doesn't count. They are retconning novels left and right still. <laughs> so was... don't even... That means jack squat, and you know it. Um, okay, so we, we, we know that Mando's going to show up, and uh, I think the... Um, 
the Tuscan, the young, the girl Tuscan is probably a, probably a safe bet as a possibility. Who, who do we realistically think? I mean, who are Boba Fett's allies? Like, I mean, unless does this team need to be like, well, where's, where's Aura Singh? I mean, that was, that was uh, Lando killed her with Lando who? killed her. Yeah. The Qui-Gon novel. Because <laughs> that's when I mean, like speaking of people you he's teamed up with in the Clone Wars, and that's where again the flashbacks are lacking for me because he, we've had seen him do other adventures, right? They've written comics that are canon, they've made cartoon shows that are canon. Why are they? Mando gave us a new episode, a, a new planet every every year, every episode. We don't, yeah. we don't get off Tatooine at all. So you know what? Troy, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about how you really wanted to see Boba Fett go off world and you thought that's where it was going. And that's why the Sarlacc pit thing was so funny to me because they get in Slave One and I was like, oh, Troy was right. They're going off world. Yeah, and he's like, it. I've got business to take care of. Yeah. Right to the Sarlacc. It was like a Michael Scott <laughs> moment. He's like yeah. shooting down those like, bikers on the way, which I think is. <laughs> They're like, it wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> What did I, I mean? I get he needed the cannons on his ship to kill the Sarlacc. Okay, maybe sure, but yeah, he's he's in his ship. He he and Fennec can go anywhere now. Uh, I got debts to settle. I hate those biker gangs. Stupid vests. Like, I need why to... stay on? Yeah. Why yeah, even the, stay? Why? Who cares? Why the, the are you staying on doing? Very very limited in its scope. Even though we're dealing with someone who's uh, intergalactic, you know bounty hunter famous and so he should have safe houses and armies and debts and all sorts of things he could call on but now he's trying to scrounge up you know modders in a slave town of mos espa to be that's his a army. problem when just... people think you're dead <laughs> so you're saying he can't access those because he's dead yep it's like they don't from the time he's gone it's been like intergalactic storage wars on all he, his safe houses. <laughs> he told a droid to its face. Can't that droid just press a button and tell every other droid that Boba Fett is... Boba Fett's down here. We got a Boba yeah. Fett problem. <laughs> Boba Fett problem's bigger, yeah. a bit bigger than a rat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop. Hey, Sandcrawler's in the chat, and they, they reminded us that there was a name drop in Solo that Beckett killed Aura Singh. Yep. Oh yeah, it was Beckett. Uh, I believe right. that was in the um, Qui Gon novel. Sorry, I, I like saying. <laughs> oh my that. god! Uh, what's up, Sam? We love you guys. Um, listen, the I definitely think Kira's coming in. I think it's a hundred percent because uh, who they have to be careful, right? Because the expectations are there. Like they're going to bring somebody in. If it's somebody who's new, it's a letdown. Right. Mm -hmm. If it's like some new bat, no matter how cool they are, you're like, oh, I wanted it to be Darth Vader. Like, that's just the way Star Wars fans are, like, even though that makes no <laughs> right. sense. So Kira is somebody who's I think out of everything in Solo, if I wanted to see something continue, um, I can agree. I, with I, that. I think hey, that, you know, go for it. Jake. The only the only thing that they could bring out of the blue that would be exciting for fans dash Rendar related is that they did introduce Shizor into canon in the comics recently just yeah. like a couple episodes ago i mean a couple and in clone wars he okay. was in clone wars as well well his people were he wasn't but his oh he wasn't were. specifically no, he wasn't part in of that, that last season mm -mm. Mm -mm. so 
So maybe Dash Rendar mm. shows up. And maybe <laughs> maybe I if Dash Rendar shows up, I will live buy an N64 and Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> oh, I've got to plug it in and go. Dude. I'm just gonna live stream. I'm gonna Ooh. start a I'm gonna do this new thing on the internet where you play video games and other people just watch you. I mean, it's gonna be like a revolution. Um call it Mitch. Way, it's called Mitch. Uh Star it's Wars Twitch. Tutorial, it's called Twitch. Let's get to the chat. Chris Esposito, I thought the Huts were going to kill someone important and then Boba was going to go to Hut Space and go John Wick on them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be weird if the Huts were just there to be like, look, Huts. And then they're like, getting out of there. I would love to see yeah. Nell Hutta in something before I die. Yeah. Um, that would be super cool. Mm -hmm. That would be super cool. You know what I wanted to see? I wanted to see when he had all those. Uh, those uh, crime leaders at the table. I wanted to be Dark Knight, where he just like wham offs one dude just to make a point at the <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah, kill Bill style slices mm, off someone's no, head. He's right? fair. Like, ah, lead, yeah, I lead God, with respect. Yeah, but that um, scene that scene felt more like a scene from Game of Thrones. Like it was less crime families around a table, and it was more like House Baratheon and House Stark, right, and like. Right. It was strange. Yeah. Like I, I wanted the same thing, Jake. Like I was like, oh, this is where he's going to make a point. I'm going to yeah. lead by respect. And if you don't respect me, you're dead. Now, this, something. this is a stretch. But, and Abby, I'll, I'll let you comment on it, too. Mm. But, uh, you know, Mando recently had an interaction with a pretty famous Star Wars character that I believe grew up on those same sands of Tatooine. Mm -hmm. The sands of Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, do we think maybe Mr. Skywalker shows up at any point? Shut up. I'm just no. saying. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, no. we just I think we've it. just talked about everyone else that might show up, and he's not on that list. It. Yeah. yeah. He's not I was on the born list. Here. Lando. You're going to die yeah, here. He knows, gonna... he knows the, 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 la like, the landscape, right? <laughs> I know you want. Boba it. goes to the Tashi station and Luke's just in there, just in the background. Just like they don't out. even acknowledge him. Shape it up, you guys. <laughs> we gotta go help Boba Fett. That's gonna be my next uh, techno edit. Shape it, shape, shape it, it, shape it, shape it, shape, 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 shape it up, you guys. Um. Well, the Han Solo, the Han Solo rumors have died down, but those were still out there, pretty hard and heavy at the beginning of this. I, I think Han Solo shows up because I, I think. They again, they've set themselves up to where if they don't it, season two of Mandalorian finale, it's screwed over all the Disney plus Marvel shows because now at the end of every season, you're like, oh, is Magneto going to be there? Like you just, that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. um, so We're laughing. Abby, we all do. Yeah. That. Everyone. We all just, yeah. their head cannons. So Abigail, it was fun cannons. to do that. Do let's round table it. Is there a reason for Han Solo to get involved in this at all? And, in what capacity let's just have some I'm, fun with it i mean sure. i think so i mean like if if they end up bringing kira in like then of course then they're they're they can make up make any reason for him to be there yeah. oh hey, i just figured it out yeah they're, they're they're kira and han are rendezvousing on tatooine and this leads to leia's breakup because he's oh my getting a little God. nooky on the side oh. in the cantina. And she's like oh. super pregnant right now, right? too. She's oh. carrying she's a Kylo. She's no fun. So he's getting a piece carrying on the a side. Carrying a Kylo, yeah. Right? Whoa. Carrying a Kylo. <laughs> carrying a Kylo. Remember that scene? In, that's in that's Leo Grana's. Uh, in the cantina, he's got Jenny with him. He's smooching on. He's reliving the 
the he's yeah. that's his Stolen midlife crisis. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I don't it. want any problem with you, Boba Fett. <laughs> Just oh, don't I mean, tell the Republic up. I'm here. Yeah, the way the show's going, he's not a. He, they're not at each other. Whenever they when he shows up, right. if he shows mm-hmm. up, what's gonna so happen when Chewbacca shows up with like Black Chrysanthemum? I mean, maybe that's part of it. Is that like who. Cool. Right. You you show you bring in Han. I want to. How funny would that it would be? be a Han redemption and, moment. Han and Chewie show up, and Black Chrysanthemum's there, and it's just really awkward. The tension between <laughs> those two. And then Bosk shows up, and it gets even more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um. God. Talk, yep, talk about head cannon. There we go. Anyways. Well, um, now we all want. Now if Han Solo. <laughs> now if we don't see. A weirdo, bad, deep fake. Cool, they didn't bring Han in. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if Alden Ehrenreich is back. No. 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 Hey, but uh, Jonas, uh, the new Chewie, has filmed scenes recently. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering. We don't know for what. Do we know who's playing Chrysanthemum? Yeah, his name is Carrie Jones, I think. He's a costume character actor. Gotcha. He's awesome. Um, Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's it's. I mean, it's all leading. We're we're gonna have a battle, but the thing is, we have four more episodes to go. So to me, it sounds like next episode three. three. Oh, is seven it seven? Episodes. It's seven. Okay, we have three and, to go. Okay. And uh, multiple people have said, multiple people in production have said the last three. I think Robert Rodriguez even said the last three are just nuts. Right. So. Well, they should be. I, I would hope so. I mean, yeah, yeah it's been a lot of leading up to it and then making friends or they uh, someone just disappearing to <laughs> a lot to of like, friend making. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not the journey. It's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. <laughs> so so uh, I'm excited to see uh, Mando show up. Uh, not Pedro Pascal. It won't be him, but it'll be his voice. But it'll be, uh, <laughs> you know, John Wayne's grandson or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, you know i'm excited to see what happens and i'm excited whatever the the big bad reveal is uh it's got to be more than just a bunch of random you know pikes well no it, this show will only use i mean cuz it's been the premise and i mentioned it before they're only going to use pre-established characters they only use toys we already have right. so this show doesn't really invent new stuff so don't Blue think we're gonna, that's the right? villain oh <laughs> that would oh be God. amazing it would be amazing but that's just not the mo of the show which is fine it's just it's just a complete 180 from mando who really does create a whole new world for us to go to mm-hmm. here right. we're just playing in the same sandbox over and over yeah so, yeah and i was trying to think of like established characters that we've seen in mando but it wouldn't really make any sense like bogaton is not going to team up with mando and like uh ahsoka size like, noodles size noodles can show up yeah <laughs> she's, mm-hmm. she's an assassin mm. listen I want to know, give me the flashback episode where we see how Max Rebo survived the sail bar to explode. <laughs> right? I like the tuck, the drop, tuck, and roll or whatever he did, yeah. right? Yeah. He <laughs> rolls right into the Sarlacc pit. And the Sarlacc pit I, just I, I just envision him doing got, like a Sonic the Hedgehog type ball <laughs> off the side of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think his piano is a ship. He can just. Yeah. Psh- he just. Psh- you know, like that. Before we wrap up, let's go to the uh, chat. And uh, if you guys have any questions or topics you want us to tackle, uh, let us know. And we'll, we'll go for a little while longer here. Uh, Jake Stevens, I got to ask you, uh, you're a toy collecting extraordinaire. What have you seen so far in the book of Boba Fett that you need in toy form? Mm, you mean of the three toys they've announced so far? Um, <laughs> right. 
I mean, they've done the, I mean, they've done very little. They've done, if you're lucky, you've found the newest wave of vintage collection and it has a Fennec in it on Boba card. But right. I mean, that's, that's Just, sorry to clarify what, what, it, what is your wish list? I should say. Oh, my wish list. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, well, that's a lot again, easier than no, but again, though, this isn't, there, there's not a long one because they're playing with pre-established characters. Do you know, um, a lot of the things we have, would I love a, um, a Wookiee warrior figure, the female? Absolutely. Would I love the Wookiee, I mean the Wookiee, the Tuscan warrior. And the I was Tuscan, going Yeah, sure. right. I don't think I'd like that too. Tuscan warrior lady and uh, the Tuscan chief are awesome. Those are a must. Uh, yep. Santan, of course, is a must. Madam Garza. Uh, I would love, right? Madam Garza, yeah. I would yeah. absolutely take. I would take a... Uh, a dealing Rex droid as well, you know? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You could probably yeah, customize one of those. They've made a couple of them out there in the past. So there's a star tours one that they did in power of the Jedi line. Um, uh, let's see what else the um, twins? Well, we're going to eventually need rancor mm-hmm. riding Boba Fett, yeah. right? I was going to so say, we're going to need a, that. We're going to need the Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, I mean, I, 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 they do fill out a place, but, you know, I, eventually I remember when, you know, I'm old enough to remember when Ewoks fell out of place, you know, right. Yeah. The rebellion against the cute little teddy bears in Star Wars and the like. And there's even people before that three years earlier were like, what the fuck are Muppets doing in Star Wars when Yoda came out? I mean, people were not happy, right? They haven't, you know, there's always some problem. So oh, that's does- I never really thought about that. Was there a Yoda backlash in 1980? Oh, there was like some of the producers, some of the people who worked on A New Hope didn't work on Empire because they're like, well, they just screwed it up, you know? So they're like the Muppet, like, you know, I mean, it pulled off. It was great. And plus 80s was the mecca of Muppet, you know, movies. Sure. But Mm -hmm. um, but Ewoks, there was backlash. Of course, Jar Jar, there was backlash. There was, you know, there's every every iteration of Star Wars. (laughs) Jar Jar didn't turn into a Yoda situation, though. The the reverence. (laughs) For Jar Jar, as much as I would like it to. Remember right? the Last Jedi when Jar Jar shows up with Yoda to talk to Luke? This is my favorite thing. Ooh, I Misa Thinker, you should not have burned the Texa. Misa thinks those are good books. Maybe he uh, should be on the list. Maybe he'll come help Boba. Fett. Jar Jar, Misa Gunga Warrior. Yeah, Jar Jar Redemption. Misa been the Tatooine before. That's um. true. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it, it just always takes a little time heals all controversies in Star Wars. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I, I bet a million people would be fine if Cara Dune showed up as the Toon Squad leader. Right. <laughs> sure. Why not? Right. I mean, they're just like, whatever. I was pissed about that two years ago. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Um, everything will work itself out. And eventually, you know, they'll expand on what the mod group are and they'll make some comics or they'll appear in something else. And we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I mean, so long story short, I would buy the modders. I would get a four pack of those speeder bikes with those guys on them. And sure. Sure. I would add those yeah. to my display. I, whatever I want, I want something I don't already have. I already have Banthas. I already have Rancors. I already have, you know, Aqualish and Trandosians and whatever. Give me something of the new stuff. That's there what I go. would like. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. of those new Twi'leks. I saw Kat mention that in the chat. I oh, think yeah. that would be really nice. Yeah. Um, Troy, what what are you expecting out of these? Or not expecting? What 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 is your your Star Wars fan itch want to get scratched over these next three episodes? 
Uh, that's a really good question. Like, I, I feel like I would rather than the Star Wars fan itch that needs to be scratched. Like, I'd rather just understand Boba Fett's investment in literally anything right now. Like, I just want to know what his, like, why he wants to lead with respect and why he wants to be the king of Tatooine and why, like, yeah. I just wish I understood a little bit more. Like, I, I felt like I was following the plot while he wanted to become part of the tribe with the sand people and he wanted mm -hmm. to speak on their behalf and and get their land back and make sure that they weren't being killed by all of these spice runners and like i understood at that point and then as soon as those storylines went away i just don't quite get it so yeah like i'm, I'm glad the next three episodes are a, a roller coaster ride and that's cool i just kind of mm -hmm. wish that i was on the roller coaster ride with them to go mm -hmm. to go down that path um Mentally, so yeah so hopefully, hopefully things start to to remedy themselves, and um, hopefully in the next three episodes we start to like put some pieces together and understand like why why things were the way they were because I, I, like the the Star Wars itch that I want scratch is like they set up this awesome thing with him learning how to ride the Rancor. We haven't seen it. Like I hope that happens. I hope that oh, all the stuff that they've rancor, teed up here, training, riding montage, yeah, mm -hmm. with it has with, to. It's happening, and it's gonna. It's you know what? It's, yeah, it's the song they're gonna use is "Make It Big" by the Beach Boys, which is from the Beverly, <laughs> so True Beverly Hills yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> And it's gonna be. And if they don't, I'm gonna make that because I want to see that out. I predict he learns to ride it in his Bacta outfit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, in his scotch. Yes, up. please. Oh yeah. yeah. And just cut to uh, Fennec Shand staying with Mando. Mando's like, why is he naked on that rancor? She's like, don't ask questions. Make it. He's big. gone soft. It's, he's gone, gone. Soft. yeah i agree with what you said troy i feel like they need to motivate boba and like i want to be able to be behind that motivation for because he seems like he's he's got like a lot of momentum behind him as a character but it's been a lot of like well, building up to it and then just not not really satisfying all the way like what you need and it, that can be frustrating here's the That's deal when he showed up in mandalorian it was just dismantling stormtroopers you were like yes yeah that's showing as, not telling right and as soon mm -hmm. as they start you know giving you some of the backstory it's like oh okay he's a human being and he's you know he's not just, <laughs> he's not just you know whatever he's yeah. friendly to animals like the backstory shows him walking yeah. after that scene he can bridge the gap yeah. well, they didn't die too rough i do love that he loves animals but again i don't mind that is stuff there at all. Is there precedence for that? Like, did, did we ever see a young Boba Fett like on Camino have like a pet hamster or something like that? Am I missing out on something? Dude, Boba yeah. doesn't get sad. I mean, his dad's head got cut off and he picked it up and looked at it and went, oh, that sucks. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got hardened pretty quick. This dude doesn't feel, yeah, but well, whatever. Somebody in the chat earlier said they, they're fully expecting a modded up Mace Windu to show up. I saw that. And that and that's just a half robot Mace Mod Windu. Windu. The, the Mod Squad shows up. They're like, oh, we found. Oh, that's what it's going to be. He's going to like, your mission. Find me one more warrior for this fight. And the Mod Squad goes out and finds Mace Windu. And then Boba Fett's going to have a real conundrum. <laughs> right? We just got back from Coruscant. This is what we found. <laughs> By the way, we really like the way that people dress and act there. It's almost right. like that's where we're from. No, no. Mando's, like, Mace has been in the back room the whole time, still recovering. 
<laughs> He's been listening through the door when Boba was there. <laughs> um, Ryan, what do you want to see out of these next couple episodes? I just want to see some cool shit. I want to yeah. see. I, I mainly just want to see the Rancor uh, getting ridden, like like a big like Clifford the Big Red Dog. I want to see it like that. <laughs> I want. Uh, I want to see Madame Garza turn heel. I want her to do a turn on Fett because she plays all nice, and I think she knows more than what's leading on. So I want to see her turn heel. Uh, and really, I'm kind of just ho- like I said, I just want to see cool, badass stuff. I'm hoping we get some some real shocks and surprises for uh, who his uh, goon squad is going to be. Even though he seemed like a little bit of a gentle man. Uh, you don't put Robert Rodriguez and uh, Machete in the same show without. We're gonna see an insane scene. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's probably gonna Graham. come out too. Yeah, he's gonna literally like stab a bunch of fish people like, oh. like that. Does the Rancor die? And this time the Rancor keeper, instead of crying, just goes gets revenge. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's good the, right there, Troy. He goes out and finds one of them sand krakens to ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the first episode yeah. Yeah. i would love that and if they purposefully made it like a really bad uh claymation <laughs> like and it just looks like a 1940s movie that's what i want yes. um uh instead of skeletons it's like battle droids all crappily <laughs> animated yeah. <laughs> um so I'm going to the chat to see if there's any final. Uh, let's go to Mitchell. We should have Mitchell on the show one week. Mm-hmm. He's got some Star Wars yeah. knowledge. He does. Some Mitchell, I'm going to message you. Uh, he says, I think Boba wants to get to the boss just so he can keep the rest of the Tuscans safe. Doesn't care about the power. He already said there are many tribes out there. He's helping all of them. Yeah. I, I think he's looking out for, you know, for the people who actually looked out for him because he felt, you know, but he's been betrayed and backstabbed. And my favorite thing mm-hmm. is he did it multiple times in this episode where he's like, I'm sick of working for idiots. And he's just talking about like, you know, the empire and, and yeah. like, you know, it's just funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I'm sick of working for dumb idiots who just want to pay me money to go do dumb shit and risk my life. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. So. so here's my after credit scene that I want. <gasps> the after credit scene that I want on the very last episode is Boba going and having a safe house where the Tuscan or a safe hut or or yurt or wherever Tuscans live in, um, he finds one or he has one that he's been protecting. And it's got the Tuscan warrior girl in there and the Tuscan warrior boy. And he somehow gives that boy a lightsaber that he's found in battle. And that boy grows up to be Darth Crate, who was a Tuscan raised sith lord in the comics and it was amazing storyline so i want them to weave that into this story plant those seeds so we can have a spin-off show in a few years that takes place after emperor he then after sidious dies in the last movie now we're gonna have darth crate come up with his mm. sith legions if you guys ever read star wars uh legacy it is amazing comic I haven't read I do that. have some of the comics. I don't think I've ever read them all though. I do think Red Het is his name. Yep. I do think and there's an action figure. Sorry. Um do I have it? 
Is it a, is there's a black series? If there's a black series. I no, have. no, 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 no. It's a uh, three and three quarter. It's from the comic packs, and it is super expensive. So it is it has they recanonized that, or is it part of the old legend stuff? That's, that's old a legend. legend. Yeah. yeah, old legend. So it's usable. So here's the deal. I think it's really important for Star Wars at some point to move the timeline forward past the Skywalker saga, whether it's fifty years or a hundred years. Um, I think there's danger in trying to always fill in the gaps and fill in the past. Uh, sequel trilogy, you like it, great. If you don't like it, great. But it's Star Wars, so there's always going to be a new Sith Lord. There's always going to be Force users. There's always going to be the Jedi. And listen, I'm not sure the X-Wing movie that uh, you know Wonder Woman was going to be doing. That's what I call her, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. I, I don't think that's the way to do it. I don't think that's your next step. I don't think we want a Greg Grunberg x-wing movie i don't <laughs> like, like, like rest that, in peace that's that is that cool. movie even still happening Are we i still mean it's on it? it's on yeah. indefinite hold what rise of skywalker yeah it came out a few years ago <laughs> uh. three years ago hey i watched rise of skywalker the other night this is so funny our group chat i just typed in hey guys i watched rise of skywalker last night and multiple people including jake and ryan both said stop Stop. I was, Stop I was like, I did not want to get into that conversation. <laughs> yeah, Stop. I was not in a hey, mood for that either. Yeah, it had it enough. It yeah. is so not good. There's great <laughs> stuff in it. I think that the light, I think the lightsaber battle on the Death Star, rem, you know, with Kylo and uh, Daisy, mm-hmm. K and D, that's what I call um, Ray uh, Skywalker. Daisy I think Skywalker. it's amazing. I think there's some incredible stuff in there, but. The video game paced plot and the 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 MacGuffin of of the the and I hate using that word, but really the um the just the, the 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 wayfinder and all that the way like it's just not great and like it and I understand all the reasons why it happened that way. I understand everything that went into it. We don't have to have this entire discussion right now. All I'm saying is that I think it's important at some point to move forward. I really do. So I. I uh, I too watched it a couple weeks ago over winter break and I could not get past and it didn't register with me the first couple of times because I'm watching other things. But now that I've seen it X amount of times, uh, I'm looking for other things. Right. So you start watching just the background and I cannot get over every time J.J. Abrams has a rebel base scene everybody's running in the background. It's like <laughs> no one's ever like just slowly like loading a cargo crate or something. They're always running. They're like run. dashing everywhere. And I'm like, nothing's regulation. That's what, how what you resist. Yeah. Urgency. Is, Urgency. Like, right. I mean, they, they only ran on Yavin base once the Death Star was announced. Otherwise everyone was just like, you know, yeah, let me put yeah. this in here, you know. Yeah. Oh, and like Star Wars smoking in Star Wars. They're like, right? uh, this, uh, these Star Wars are crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's Ray. The so, Ray. Uh, who are my parents? <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, I heard. Uh, just watch <laughs> it now, and all you you can do is supercut of people just running. They should Every do it where they scene. add in like the like the whose line is it anywhere? Like the like uh, like the. Just shop the ice cream maker and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just everybody. Well, and also the 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 most egregious scene is the the this the the gathering where they're talking about how the somehow Sidious is back or somehow 
the somehow Emperor Palpatine has somehow returned. Back. Yeah. We're doing a whole other podcast now. It's Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, from, I know. Charlie from Lost. It's, a, it's literally a Lost. Thing. It feels like Lost. It feels like at some point Matthew Fox is going to go, guys, if we don't stick together, we're going to fall apart. Like, just like. Anyways, the fact that we have gone down together, I know it's just going to be a Troy looks so mad at me. Well, it's it's this this is kind of like this is my my overall sentiment toward Boba as a show right now is we're an hour and a half in and we're talking about another movie now. (laughs) I know that's what I'm saying. Like I'm like, well, I don't feel too strongly about any of these episodes. I wish I did. That would be a sign well, of a. Of well, things you, you, when we uh, did Midnight Mando, it was like, well, hour three, we should probably wrap up this episode. Stop, yeah. right? That's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, uh, Craig, yeah, you're I asking, you know, what what everybody wants from the, the the next three episodes, and I I would like them to get over the. I liked the first two episodes a lot, but these last two episodes to me have just been. They felt very disjointed, and they felt jumbled, and like they just hit a point where they don't know what to do. I would just like the third, the next episode to get past that. Right, right. So that's sure. that's what I want. And at more some than point, anything. we'll look and back. Quentin Tarantino to show up for some reason. Oh, I want he, he's got to show up. I want him to direct the last episode. Oh man, he's going to be a death stick dealer. He's the villain. Close up on Twilight feet. <laughs> no, it'll be like Fennec. Nobody runs to the sand in their boots. You take those shoes off and get yeah, those yeah, clothes yeah. in the sand. Yeah. Let me just, just get want... a focus on that. <laughs> Um, so anyways, well, listen, whatever happens, we're going to have fun talking about it. And we all know that Mando ended on a, on a bang. And we got to remember, this is the same people involved. This is still John Favreau, Dave Filoni, like the, mm-hmm. we, you know, Robert Rodriguez. So I, I have faith that the next couple episodes are going to be a lot of fun. And we're, we're going to, what if the entire here. bad batch shows up? <laughs> Just all of them, all that of them. Rekka. Geriatric bad yeah. batch. Members, yeah, they're all right? old. They're yeah. all slippery in their underwear. That's just what <laughs> we find out that's what clothes do <laughs> when they get to their sixties. I better get put on my underwear and get slippery <laughs> for dinner. But are we you know, ready? Johansson. It's me, brother Fett. Your sister, <laughs> Omega Fett. Are we are we ready though for tomorrow to play Rex in the Ahsoka series? That's definitely going to happen. I mean, oh, why wow. wouldn't it? And right? they announced today that Mary Elizabeth Winstead was cast. They did. Who is she? She's going to play, play Asajj Ventress. Yeah. That's no. She, got, she died in the Qui Gon. Yes, right? I will yeah. fight you, Jacob <laughs> Steven. <laughs> and now a word from Qui Gon Jinn. A lot of people died in my novel. Very special. <laughs> it makes set no of sense. He's dead before <laughs> she is. It's dumb. Um, fact, all right. I'm canceling that book. Round table. Culture round, t- round table. Let's do it. Final thoughts. Troy, I'm going to start with you. I, I feel like, I, yeah, I've kind of put my final thoughts in. Like, I just, I'm, I, I'm with Ryan. I just want to see some cool shit in these last three episodes, but I hope that it all ties it together. And then I hope that when I go back and rewatch this from episode one till the end, uh, that it all feels more coherent and less disjointed, right. like Jake was saying. Like it's it's just kind of we're all over the place, we're bouncing all over, and I I I want you know, it to I want it know, to land. I want it to stick the landing. Um, this is the only thing I'm gonna say, and I'll I'll cut to Abby. My thing that's worrying me is I don't have the urge to rewatch these episodes. It doesn't occur to me like I gotta watch that again. Yeah. Uh, so that that's usually not a great sign. Um, mm-hmm. Abigail, yeah, unfulfilled desire when you're watching something can be 
a deterrent like to come back to it because you're frustrated by it and that's what i mentioned earlier and i feel like um i want my characters to have really clear motivation and i i don't really i feel confused honestly like troy's mentioned um with where why is boba fett doing what he's doing who is the who's the obvious threat like there's been a lot of little bosses but who's the big boss um I feel like we should know that if we're past the halfway point with the um, season. So I'm, I'm holding out and saying if this is a roller coaster ride for the last three episodes, that's awesome. I'll be here for it. Please surprise me, blow my mind, and show me a lot of like awesome action um, that that has stakes and um, that I know like bo- I know clearly which side I'm on. That's what I'd like. That be fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan. No, I want to see Boba Fett and Fennec Shan make out. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's it. That's it. That's my final That's thought. I just want to see those right. two make out. There it is. Like some deep French kissing. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. That there is no Fr- there's no France. In She's going to climb into the back to bath with him. Oh, dude. <laughs> they're both going to have it. a flashback. Two-seater. Do some healing. Oh, they're maybe both- she <laughs> maybe he needs it after. They're going to do lizards together up the nose. Oh, oh shit. Oh. In the tank. <laughs> Lizards yeah. than the tank. What's going to tell him to put the helmet on? <laughs> it, a lot, pe- people don't know that Fennec like the helmet on. Just the helmet. <laughs> Fennec can actually achieve multiple flashbacks. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Alright, Jake, Jake Walsh? Um, you know, we, you're talking about rewatching. I rewatched this episode and it, and and halfway through I started thinking about how I wanted to rewatch the episode of the Mandalorian where Boba Fett shows up. But now I'm kind of scared to do that because I'm like, this is going to make me not like this even more, I think. And then, you know, we, we talked about when the Mandalorian came out, how not to keep bringing up the sequel trilogy, but like the sequel trilogy trilogy and all Star Wars almost is like all over the place. You're kind of divided. And even if you love, you know, there's stuff. I love in the sequel trilogy. There's stuff I hated in it. And it's kind of like when you're a Star Wars fan, you get used to being like, well, some of it you're going to hate, some of it you're going to love. Right. But when, when the Mandalorian came out, life. yeah, but like when the Mandalorian came out and we're watching it, we're like, oh, this is, is this all just amazing? Is this the best Star Wars thing ever? And you want that to keep going, but now you're watching Boba Fett and it's like, mm, are we back? Are we back to it? We've just back to good old Star Wars, I guess. So I don't know. I'm having fun with it. I just want it to be better. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and Jake Stevens, I'm going to give you the final thought. I'm hoping that this series follows somewhat of another Disney Plus series. Um, and I hope it goes the WandaVision route. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful yeah, because we spent the first half of WandaVision going, okay, what is this about? What's going on? Okay, I think I know what this is. Okay, we introduced this character. And then once it got out of her hallucinogenic, you know, her full Wanda mm-hmm. world, then it started the real stuff and they revealed the villain. And then it was just this crazy battles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it really came full circle. I hope, I hope that, you know, Han shows up and Kira shows up and Chewie shows up and and new stuff and old characters. And like, you know, I hope it's like you guys said, some craziness that we will look back and go, oh, the first four chapters were, you know, worse prepping all this. And it now has the payoff. Give me so, a scene with Mando talking to Han about Luke. Oh, and then geez. Han says, oh, I'm kind of with his sister. Mm. 
Kind of. I don't get into those kind of details. But right? it was like, um, I remember. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it would be, it would, it would go crazy, right? I mean, just think about like when Quicksilver was revealed, like toward the second half of the series, it was like, it changed the show for you. And yeah. I want, I want something like that to happen because like Abby said, it's been kind of a roller coaster the first couple episodes. And now I feel like we're tick, 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 you know, up that slow. We're trying to get over that. Yeah. Right? Hey, hey this just gonna... this is headcanon stuff, but this just dawned on me. What if this show ended with Han striking a deal with another bounty hunter, and it ends with Han loading Boba Fett encapsulated in in uh, carbonite, in carbonite <laughs> oh into God. the Millennium Falcon? Oh, Han hires Mando to carbonize Boba. There you yeah. go. Did now you all that in the Razor Crest? <laughs> that's Ooh, yeah, the, right. and mm. that's the new razor crest mm. well he can use mine <laughs> um none of us have a razor crest Jake. none of us have we'll, it Jake. Nice we'll finish season one of book of boba fett before we have a razor crest <laughs> i have a feeling we no will. the ship date is tomorrow right i mean today oh. was the address change day so we'll, we'll. I'll we'll all be looking forward, looking to, forward that, to that, Greg. Greg. Well, so many of you changed your address. It's put the uh, right, because right. so many fans ordered and changed their address. They, we're they going blame to... everybody due to the pandemic. So many people lost their housing and they were a victim, <laughs> and that's why we can't ship you your Razor Crest. It's your fault. <laughs> um, guys, this was a ton of fun. I really appreciate everybody being here. Big hands to the chat. You guys are bringing it. Uh, a couple more comments. We'll get out of here. Thunderhouse design. The first half of Wanda was an amazing deconstruction of sitcom TV, but it didn't do much for the story of the MCU movie, I guess. But it was brilliant. So I actually I like the first half as well. Um, I like it. It's just it's the dynamic of the show changed right once they got out of those Wanda world right and went into more of the real life. What's going on on outside her, you know, sure. uh, Westview? And so yep. that's what I want. Nice. There you go. Well, listen, I guys. disagree with Mitchell. I think the Peacemaker is more interesting than Book of Boba. Ooh. Peacemaker's great. Just the Peacemaker's intro of great. Peacemaker alone is. Yes. Great. Well, listen, everybody. For Abigail is like amazing Jake in that show. He might like it. He might like it. You might surprise yourself. Jacob Walsh, Ryan Doe. Why not? Jake Stevens, Troy Benjamin, the YHS crew. We thank you. And thank you to Kat Hansen. She's going to take us home. We'll see everybody next week for the Boba Book Club. Bye. Bye, guys. Peace out, y'all. I need, I need one of those pins. We're going to send you a pin. Woo. This is so good. I found this picture of the black melon on the internet. Incredible. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.